Chapter 11 Orthodoxer Boxer and the Sinister Slugger When examining the word orthodox, we have the prefix ortho, which means straight, normal, upright, correct, or simply right, and dox, from the Greek doxa, meaning belief, opinion, or doctrine. So orthodox turns out to mean the right belief. America was founded on an orthodoxy. It was founded on the right belief that we are all created equal and endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and property as per the Constitution. This is a right belief. The sinister, however, or the left believers are enemies of the orthodoxy or the right believers. I'm not talking about religion. No religion is orthodox. No religion has the right doctrine. Only the Bible, the word of God alone, is the orthodox. It's not just orthodox. It's beyond a belief. It's the truth. If God says man cannot build a temple for God, then I reckon we can't build a religion or a belief system for him either. I think people overlook that Jesus didn't tell Peter to build a church or a belief system. Jesus said he himself would build it. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Matthew 16, 18, ESV. We don't have to accept the orthodox. That's one of the things that makes it so right. It wasn't meant to be a law that we accepted, but accept the Lord freely. The left wing promotes a prejudice that right-wingers want to force us into a theocracy. This is slanderous, absurd, and contrary to the word of God. They don't understand that as Christians, we serve Jesus, the original Freedom From Religion Foundation. Left-wing liberals, true to sinister form, are the ones who have been insidiously instituting their religious beliefs and establishing their theocracy while they distract people with their slander about the Christian right wanting to establish a state religion. It's a wicked weirdness with liberals. When Republicans try to defend people's rights, the left says we're trying to push our religion on them and say we're trying to force a theocracy. Democrats have always been hypocrites about this. It's always the same godless point of view. Democrats in the 1800s shoved their twisted version of Christianity down the people's throat to justify slavery. This, of course, was a perversion of scripture. But Democrats pushed their twisted renderings of scripture to justify slavery. It was still godless and is godless today. As the Democrats who used to push perverse renderings of scripture on the people now say they don't want the Bible pushed on them. When do they feel like the Bible or religious morals, as far as they're concerned, is being pushed on them? When you tell them they can't intrude on other people's rights. 
If you don't let Democrats infringe on another person's rights, they will always cry that we're trying to push our religion on them. But when it comes to Islam, which is the basis of Sharia, the liberals are tolerant of that. The mandate of their so-called politically correct ideals will usher it in if gone unchecked. That's why it gets on my nerves when conservatives say, who cares what these people think? That dismissive attitude is how the infection spreads. They scoff and say, who cares what these people think? And then have the audacity to be outraged when an illegal immigrant murders an American citizen. That's part of what happens when you say, who cares what these people think? What these people think turns into sanctuary cities. What these people think turns into forcing us to live by their religious beliefs concerning the environment and evolution. The sinister slugger or the left wing has punched their way through with media and the education system and are wearing down people's faith in God and beating their ideals of their so-called science into the people's heads, while conservatives say, who cares what these people think? These people you scoff at are teaching your kids what to imagine, and you're paying them to do it. Notice, I said what to imagine, not what to think. People's imaginations are being tapped into, not their reasoning. Conservatives say, liberals need to get educated. Man, liberals are plenty educated. Unfortunately, they're getting degrees in delusions. These delusions have them imagining things like separation of church and state. Are you getting it on how their imagination is being stimulated, not their reasoning? The only way you can look at the Constitution and say separation of church and state is there, is if you imagine it's there, and reimagine what Jefferson meant by it, and reimagine a whole different context of what she said it in. They're imagining things, like the glaciers melting and covering the earth with water, while telling Christians that the biblical flood is an imagined story. The whole Bible is imagined to them, but according to their religion, we're going to drown in a global flood as a judgment for our infidelity to their religion of environmentalism. It's been proven that their data is cooked to make it look like we have a global warming crisis looming to fuel their imagination. TV, music, movies, and the education system. They are constantly feeding and feeding on lies and are calling it being informed. As Reagan said, it's not that liberals are ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. These liberals, to which conservatives keep dismissively saying, who cares what these people think, have people imagining that a kid in the womb isn't a human being. You can't apply reason and come to that conclusion. They don't want embryonic stem cells from any other species, but from aborted babies. Why? Because they're human. Why are they poaching kids in the womb to sell their body parts? Why can't they just reserve that for another species? 
because they need human tissue. Speaking of experimenting on other species, liberals act like their science, quote unquote, is all benevolent and superior. Yet it's scientists that do experiments on animals that liberals are so horrified by. When it comes to poaching kids in the womb or using their stem cells, all of a sudden, the liberal conveniently recognizes their DNA as human. With it being evident that the being is human, that means they have to imagine that the kid is not human. This, of course, puts them in contradiction with themselves. Is the kid human or not? This is when selfishness wins over. Selfishness tends to cancel out reason, and thus, imagination takes over and solidifies their denial. I know I keep saying it, and y'all are probably sick of me saying it, but I'm kind of sick of too many conservatives not doing much about it. I'm sick of seeing liberals push their propaganda through entertainment and conservatives not supporting the same measure. They've got plenty when it comes to politicians, though. Liberals get support to promote their republic-rotting propaganda, while conservatives in media have to beg, beg, beg to get a morsel of support to produce competitive media to help preserve our republic. But I am so thankful to the supporters I've had. It breaks my heart, though, because they are so rare, and it causes their support to not go that far. And the conservatives who do have the bank who could add to the efforts, would rather just put their money behind another politician. It's like a politician makes their contribution valid and official or something. It's like there's nothing valid or official about supporting entertainment to promote American preserving values to them. I go on and on about this because over and over again, liberals are using imagination to wreck the republic. Conservatives say, fight fire with fire. Liberals are pushing their imagination imaginatively. And it freaking works. Their worldview is bogus and caustic, but they successfully get into people's head with it because they have imaginative delivery systems. If only conservatives would support imaginative delivery of the truth. If liberals can get as far as they have with their imaginative delivery of lies and perversion, then just reason how far conservatives could get with imaginatively delivering the truth. Is what I'm proposing not reasonable? Is it not logical? Is it not practical? With all the common sense that conservatives are supposed to be trained up with as the orthodoxer boxer, how is it that the sinister slugger is landed so many punches? We've seen that sweeping Republican victories are often followed by great disappointment. Reagan presided over the years that conservatives wished that they could go back to. Had conservatives stayed on top of the game and were supplying and demanding productions to counter what liberals were pressing, you wouldn't have to be wishing to go back there. We'd still be enjoying those things that you miss today. Conservatives say, be ever vigilant, right? Why aren't they ever vigilant with supporting counter illustrations in media? This is what the left is doing to screw people's minds up. Why aren't we more supportive with using the same measure 
to unscrew up people's minds. You can't reason that tax increases are better for the economy. You have to imagine that. You have to imagine that tax increases are sustaining, when in reality they're not. Tax increases lead to increases in the cost of living, and we're back to square one with people demanding more. You can't reason that increasing minimum wage is better for the economy. You have to imagine that. You can't reason that you are pro-small business while demanding minimum wage increases that small mom-and-pop businesses can't afford. Liberals have to imagine that they're good-hearted pro-mom-and-pop small business. As a conservative, do you see the liberal worldview as reasonable? No. They're in imagination land. Reason doesn't register with them. They're taken by their imagination. You're going to have to use or support the use of the vehicle of imagination and creativity to deliver reason to them. This is not free. It takes money, time, and stamina. Liberals are relentless. Conservatives are quick to throw up their hands and say, who cares what these people think? I'm out. You can't reason that a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man and that there's multiple genders or that there's neutral genders, etc. That's not reason. This is straight up imagination. These people are making their imaginations policy for us to have to abide by. And often the conservative answer is, who cares what these people think? Why are you even wasting time on this? So common sense to a lot of conservatives means ignoring an infection and just letting it get worse. And it has gotten worse, hasn't it? Or is it uh, just my imagination? Many conservatives are obviously upset about what's happening to our country, but want us to ignore the people who are influencing it. Just imagine they aren't there, I guess. However, I totally agree that we should ignore their ideals, but we shouldn't ignore the fact that a lot of people don't ignore them. They have fans who enjoy their productions. It's not a good idea to ignore that reality. Support the creation of media that distracts people from the liberal influence. You can't just tell a lot of people that they can't have something because it's bad for them. You better have a decent alternative to help take their mind off of the bad stuff they enjoy. To be a liberal, you have to imagine that the world is warming up enough to melt the ice caps when the winters have been freaking cold. So to my conservatives, I have to ask, is it reasonable to keep saying, who cares what these people think, while getting more frustrated by what their influence is doing? Are you just imagining that they're just going to disappear and stop just because you close your eyes? Isn't that uh, burying your head in the sand? I thought conservatives hated that. But I hear Republicans say it all the time. Just ignore them. Which means bury your head in the sand with your butt up in the air, waiting to get screwed by liberalism. Republicans claim to be against cutting and running. But people are cutting and running out on the party. 
They want to preserve the republic, but are having a hard enough time preserving the Republican Party. Like I said, people on the right keep saying, leave California. Isn't that cutting and running? Are we so fragile that weenie liberals are making conservatives flee the state like a refugee? Right-wingers wave their mullen lab flags while telling us to leave California for the liberals to take. It's not like California has become a caliphate. I'm still free to express my concerns without getting butchered by a regime. However, it will be that way in the States if we keep cutting and running. However, I must say it did butcher my livelihood. Many people on the right want folks to leave California and just leave such a big territory of the messaging industry to the godless. Los Angeles means the angels, folks. Angel means messenger. Los Angeles is the city of messengers. It is the city that is at least true to its name, as it is a city where so much messaging is generated. And you want us to leave California and let that messaging go unchecked? Is that practical? Is that reasoned? You can only imagine that the problem will just go away, conservatives. The city of angels is filled with evil messaging delivered through imaginative media. And there's hardly any support for good messaging through entertainment media. In like manner, Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them who indulged in sexual immorality and pursued strange flesh are on display as an example of those who sustain the punishment of eternal fire. In the same way, these people who claim authority from their dreams live immoral lives, defy authority, and scoff at supernatural beings. Angels and Angelinos have abandoned truth. One of those truth-abandoning angels is Satan, and his name means the accuser, the slanderer, and what do these libs use the industry of messaging to do? Slander and promote make-believe. You can use make-believe as a vehicle to promote truth. You can creatively tell the truth. But liberals use make-believe to promote make-believe. It results in things like being forced to endorse a person's delusions of gender bending to things like having our Second Amendment rights stigmatized by pompous celebrities who love making movies with guns. If these libs can make movies featuring gunslinging liberals, how come the NRA doesn't have a creative writing team to compete with a counter narrative with movie or teleplay formats? Liberals can make movies where the Good guy uses guns to take out bad guys and then turn around and say guns are evil. But the NRA can't put their resources behind the production of movies or teleplays where the good guy with a gun takes out bad guys. And at the end of the day, people are at least left with the impression that guns are useful. Just say it. The more fundamentalist Christian takes Jude to mean that fallen angels came down to earth and had a bunch of freaky sex. Even though Jude says the 
people were doing that. The only thing the people and the angels have in common is where they're going. They both committed a great sin to God, but they didn't commit the same sin. In like manner, Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them, who indulged in sexual immorality and pursued strange flesh, are on display as an example of those who sustain the punishment of eternal fire. Jude 1.7 Los Angeles is a city that hosts and boasts a culture of sexual indulgence and immorality like the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Bear in mind that Los Angeles is the city of messaging. The sin of the angels in Jude was that they left their first estate. The more fundamentalists insist that they came to have sex with women, and that's why they fell. This isn't possible because Satan and the angels fell before Adam was created, which means that woman definitely wasn't even created yet for them to fall from heaven over. And in Sodom and Gomorrah, the great sin that they were committing was that they sexually engaged with strange flesh, meaning flesh that they could not naturally procreate with or with whom wasn't their naturally qualifying spouse, meaning men and women weren't married before God in accordance with his design for marriage, and they were having sex with the same sex, relatives, children, beasts, and even the dead. That, however, wasn't the sin of the angels that the more fundamentalists are charging these angels with. They believe the angels fell because of women, even though angels fell before the creation of human women. But while they're trying to use Jude to make the claim that angels fell because of women, Jude is making it clear that the people of Sodom and Gomorrah weren't destroyed because of men having sex with women, but because men were having sex with men and whatever else. So again, this issue of angels being in a fallen state due to having sex with women doesn't hold up. Because y'all, in Genesis, it tells you that the sons of God or the angels were only interested in the women. That's all. Nothing else. And the sons of God are not the same angels as the fallen angels. Sons of God are angels that are with God. Fallen angels are angels that are apart from God. In Jude, it says the people were engaging sexually with strange flesh. The sin of the angels in Jude was that they deviated from their position of truth. Truth was their position, their station, their dwelling. It was supposed to be in truth. They deviated from that. They rejected truth. They were seduced by the prideful, selfish message 
of the angel Lucifer. The angels that fell with Lucifer, now Satan, fell and are ultimately doomed to eternal hellfire because they abandoned their station of truth. They were in pure truth and chose to reject it. If they reject truth, they cannot speak truth. And the angel's very job was to recognize truth and speak truth, report truth, message truth, dispatch judgment from truth. The station of Lucifer as the highest cherub was truth. His pride interfered with him acknowledging truth and the lie that was born within him was that he deserved to ascend above God. He abandoned his estate to try to take God's throne. Los Angeles, the city of messengers, is filled with messengers that reject truth and broadcast messages of untruth. And it's poisoning our republic more and more. These minions using the airwaves to serve the prince and the power of the air. I see people lamenting over Fox News and how liberal it's becoming and whatnot. And I'm like, is Fox News the only thing we've got? That's a shame. Liberals push their ideals through entertainment. And many conservatives still watch what liberals produce. Why? Because it's entertaining. Many conservatives give just as much money to liberals to keep doing what they're doing as liberals do. Why? Because people want to be entertained. So we know that liberals and conservatives are listening to left-wing propaganda because they are both attracted to the entertainment factor. But both liberals and conservatives don't listen to right-wing propaganda because it's just talking heads. And that just doesn't go that far to entertain. If you're a conservative, you'll enjoy just hearing conservative talk, sure. You don't need it to entertain you because it already makes sense. But would you listen to liberal ideology if it didn't entertain you? Heck no. But many conservatives will pay money and put up with it long enough to be entertained by liberals, though. Despite the propaganda, they pushed. It's all good to them. You don't have to believe it, but you did give them money to make more of it, to have a better chance to sucker somebody else. And every once in a while, we lose some of these conservatives to these libs. They're often the ones who still want to call themselves Republicans, but are fiscally conservatives, but socially liberal. So if conservatives will watch liberal entertainment, because they can't resist the need to be entertained. Why the shark's not are we not supporting the production of imaginative entertainment to capture liberals' attention long enough to deliver a dose of reason? Christian film content camps like Pure Flix are doing a great job of cranking out productions. But the problem is, they insist on being apolitical. This makes for wishy-washy messaging. When you try to avoid politics, your church audience will stay in their church bubble 
and let their God-given freedoms get voted away as laws that appease secularism are instituted to rule over us. It's not reasonable that a person should have to turn away from the law of God and be made to serve the demands of the godless. The church trying to be apolitical is why a business can be sued and shut down if they won't forfeit their faith and accommodate people demanding services, validating their same-sex lifestyle. That's not reasonable. That's the church imagining that God would be okay with this. And it doesn't matter because he's on the throne. I had never seen the TV show Touched by an Angel before. And a little while back, I caught one episode. And I was appalled. It was full-on, wishy-washy, love-you-straight-to-hell kind of stuff. It was the kind of stuff that liberals wanted to hear, but not what they needed to hear. On the flip side of this is conservatives doing entertainment without God, which ultimately just ends up being the same stuff a liberal would produce. American conservatives are definitely more friendly to the Bible than liberals are, but conservatives and the church really alienate each other when it comes to working together to promote the gospel. It's ultimately the gospel that preserves our republic. If conservatives really want to preserve the republic, then they have to be more dialed into the gospel. Conservatives show that they have more affinity for the country than the kingdom. It hasn't registered with a lot of them that the best thing for the country is the kingdom. Christianity without conservatism is wishy-washy and just a form of feel-goodism and it leaves people making up an idol that they call Jesus who accepts them for whatever they are and do. We've got Christian-based entertainment getting out there but not so much conservative-produced entertainment getting out there. And there really needs to be the union of the two. I reckon this sounds silly to y'all and juvenile and it's probably even gotten a few eye rolls if you've managed to listen this far. But these people who you say need to get educated are getting an education. And the education a lot of folks are paying for has them believing that Castro was good. Che Guevara was good. Chavez was good. Palestine is good, etc. You cannot reason that these people are good. You can only imagine they are. But many conservatives keep telling liberals they need to get educated. But educated in what? Are they supposed to learn what you think they should have learned? How are they supposed to do that? They're not going to really get taught that in college and in the culture because not enough conservatives have supported a counter narrative to creatively intercept their attention when the liberal influence comes for them. You can't reason. That state-provided health care is the better model for the people. You can only imagine that. How does one reason that Obamacare is fabulous and think it's evil to repeal it? How does one reason that the Affordable Care Act is affordable? People were needing financial assistance for it. If other people are being forced to pay for the financial assistance of it, 
then the ACA is just imaginarily affordable. You can't reason that the Affordable Care Act isn't fascism. If the government is going to fine you $100 for not registering for the ACA, and on top of that, the fact that you were too poor to afford this federal HMO anyway, then you would have to imagine that it isn't fascism. Reasonable people know it's fascism. I hope I've made the point that reason is being replaced by imagination. The irony is a lot of these people invoke Thomas Paine as one of their hallmarks of them being reasoned. Yet these people are not reasoned at all. They scoff at people of faith who believe in the most scrutinized word in history but cannot prove it wrong. Meanwhile, their so-called reasoning and science has to always be updated. This means they're constantly imagining that their ideals work. That's not reason. This is what we're up against. We're up against people's imagination, not reason. Conservatives think that they can reason with these people. You can, but not in the limited manner in which conservatives do it. Imagination is typically shaped by emotion. What liberals think is right is just imagined, but their idea of what's right is not really reasonable. It's okay that imagination is shaped by emotion governed by God. The problem is that there are many people out there who are really emotionally unstable, and they shape their imaginations with that. Their ideals are based on their imaginations woven with unstable emotions. These ideals become instituted as policy, and the result is a more unstable society. That's why we keep hearing this term, snowflake, because these people are melting down and dragging society into their meltdowns. Y'all, ever since America was founded, there have been people here who have not understood what America was founded for. There have been people here who took the land of liberty to mean the liberty to intrude on another person's liberty. They put themselves in a class that is entitled to do so. These are the culprits of class warfare. It's still that way today. I marvel at how we're having such a hard time selling freedom while people are buying oppression like it's the next iPhone. Yet these people see America as oppressive while they vote for what's oppressive and imagine that what they're voting for is liberating. This has been the back and forth battle in America since its founding. To this day, somehow a form of oppression is legalized and it's usually done by playing to people's imaginations, not their reason. People can become very effective with it. They can make their ideals look quite reasonable. The devil himself masquerades as an angel of light. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of light. It is not surprising then if his servants masquerade as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their actions. 
2 Corinthians 11.14-15 BSB. The devil makes a lie look like truth. He makes what's unreasonable look reasonable. The devil was able to convince Adam and Eve that God, the truth himself, lied to them. Let that sink in. People have that talent today. They tell people that America, the land of the free, is a lie. It's the land of slavery. And get people to vote to give up their freedom in the land of the free. That happens with people who are unreasoned. They are duped by imagination. Isn't it weird how people go on and on about how much they demand freedom while they invest in oppression? Oppression sells itself, like street drugs, while freedom is harder to sell than a dental appointment. As mentioned before, drugs are oppression, disguised as freedom. Oppression comes disguised as freedom. It's like freedom in drag, and this promiscuous drag queen attracts people because it promises to put out straight men drunk with the idea of getting what they want, gravitate to it without caring about the consequences. Gay men gravitate to it for obvious reasons. Women gravitate to it because supposedly it's liberating, hip, cool, open-minded, and empowering to be sexually adventurous with different partners, regardless of gender, while despising men for their bed-bouncing, yet seeking to feel empowered by behaving like what they despise. But yes, oppression is a seductive drag queen, while freedom is the pretty girl or handsome guy next door. Freedom has all the right qualities, but there's a catch. Freedom wants commitment. And we know how too many Americans feel about the C word. Oppression is the drag queen that makes you believe there's no commitment. It lures you in, making you think you're going to get something for free. And when you get in the sheets, well, aren't you in for a surprise? Though you didn't want commitment, you may find that you ended up stuck with something anyway. Then you're going to demand that someone else pay for the choice you made. And now oppression is using you to oppress others, using you as a carrier to spread the disease, all because of the desire for instant gratification. Freedom, on the other hand, doesn't do instant gratification. You have to work at it. And when you work at it, it doesn't force an expense onto anyone else. But too many Americans are sold on the idea that somebody else should work at it so the collectivists can enjoy a role in the hay with so-called freedom in someone else's barn to boot. When they feel they're being denied that, they then only see freedom as oppression. In their imagination, freedom would not deny them the liberty to intrude on another person's freedom. So they're convinced that the drag queen called oppression is freedom and embrace oppression. That's how we ended up with a president like Obama for two terms and why people are still throwing a tantrum that Hillary or Bernie isn't president. Woe to those who don't know good from evil, light from dark, bitter from sweet, man from tran. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet 
and sweet for bitter. Isaiah 520 NIV. People demand freedom but embrace oppression because too many people think that freedom is something they should enjoy at the forced expense of someone else. That's the sweet seduction of it. Because these deceived people fail to consider that they're going to be deprived too. But they're too greedily preoccupied with the prospect of what they think they're going to gain to even consider what they're going to lose. Y'all, do you really think it's about the economy? A lot of these people vote for these Democrats because they want the satisfaction of seeing the business owners get sodomized by the drag queen called oppression. Then these people get mad and cry out corporate welfare when the business owners have to try to survive. So they end up getting in bed with the drag queen state anyway. They demanded that the business owners get screwed. And then when the businesses get into bed with the screwer, they're still mad and still demanding freedom while they're the ones who give the finger to freedom because they don't recognize freedom. They're blinded because they want to be part of the collectivist orgy hosted by the drag queen called oppression, masquerading as freedom. And those seduced by the drag queen are suckered by the drag queen's slander. Because when those of us who actually get how freedom works and see the drag queen of oppression for what it really is, and we try to warn the people saying, hey, that's not who you think that is. The drag queen of oppression accuses us of being intolerant, close-minded, homophobic, racist, and sexist, etc. And those seduced by the drag queen of oppression curse us for it. Too many people are sour grapers and give in to the influence to be sour grapers to fit in. Complaining is a cheap and easy way to fit in and often done out of safety. They're made to feel like the American dream is just a dream. They're sold on this crap by people who get rich off of proclaiming the American dream is just a dream. Or they're seduced by Democrat politicians who tell them that they will make their dreams come true by intruding upon the dreams of others who are living the dream. Democrats call that fairness. Why are Democrats able to get away with this? Because oppression has amassed legions of people who have been conditioned since kindergarten, through their grade school years, through college. And also with music, TV, movies, fashion, video games, sports, etc. Notice how Democrats want your kids sexually woke at a young age? Mm-hmm. That's because oppression wants to do shame-shame with your children. Its influence is constantly promoted. But strangely enough, freedom doesn't seem to have that same popularity behind it. There isn't much of a culture that demands the supply of promotional content for actual freedom. The real kind of freedom that has the balance that says your ideas of rights and freedoms can't intrude upon another's rights and freedoms according to this fixed and certain set of God-given rights and not by some movable standards of what man thinks is right. Sure, we show support for freedom by how much we support the troops and God bless them. But why are we so limited to support the promotion of freedom in the form of a person? getting their limbs blown off or killed 
Is that the only way we can show our support for freedom? Our military men and women deserve way better than risking their limbs and their lives and the cohesion of their families fighting oppression overseas while we're letting oppression grow in our own country. What an insult to them. We don't do much at home to promote freedom, but instead let oppression become more and more fashionable. We've got plenty talk radio and citizen journalists, bloggers and bloggers criticizing enemies of liberty. And we need them. But that's pretty much all we do. And I'm all about working with what you got. But we're supposed to increase that kingdom territory. We pour out reason to people given over to imagination. We're critiquing and questioning the mentality of people with our reason when that isn't their language. As a conservative, I agree that if you're going to come to America, you should learn to speak the language. But you have to be able to convey that information to a person who doesn't speak English. You can't tell somebody who doesn't speak English that they need to learn how to speak English. They're going to have to hear that in a language they understand. If not, they're going to expect you to learn their language. And if you don't illustrate what oppression looks like, then you will have people coming from other oppressive countries expecting us to accommodate them with their language and them assuming that we owe it to them to have to accommodate them with their language. Reason is a foreign language to liberals. You dig? Too many conservatives talk, 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 and criticize and complain about these liberals, thinking that liberals are going to understand reason. Liberals understand imagination, not reason. We got talk radio and talk shows on Fox talking reason, more or less, which is great for people who understand the language of reason, but it's going to take some serious doing to translate that reason into a language liberals understand. It's going to take doing to create vehicles to deliver reason to them in a way that they can register it. Sometimes your computer programs can't read certain files. What do you have to do? You have to convert the file. Well, too many conservatives don't convert the file. They just keep trying to run the file, shaking their fist at the computer and pounding on the keyboard like the computer should just understand it. Convert the freaking file. That doesn't mean change the contents of the file. It just means change the file type so the original content can be understood. This is going to take doing, not just talking. We need some talk. It's helpful. But it shouldn't be this difficult. We need more than talk radio. We need some doing. That doing is being more illustrative. To convert reason into language liberals or people who haven't really considered these things can understand. Notice it's called talk radio and talk shows, not do radio and do shows. Talk, talk, talk. How about some walk, walk, walk? Make reason understandable. Make it illustrative. Employ imaginative vehicles to deliver reason. 
It sucks to hear vets say, I went to war just so this crap could happen in our country. Why is this happening? Because there is little demand for the supply of the promotion of freedom. The best we offer is putting our hopes in politicians we can't even agree on. Holding our noses while we vote. Y'all, if you keep your eyes limited on a politician, you can't expect freedom to be promoted. But if you start showing the demand for it on the cultural level, the market for it will grow and it will start to pay for itself. I'm trying to get that started. We've already got talk radio. We've already got news channels. Talking news, talking news, talking news. That is missing huge demographics of people to relate the message to. It's an ongoing effort, guys. Freedom has to be maintained. A republic, if we can keep it, remember, there's always going to be people trying to screw it up. We just have to keep doing our part to keep them from screwing it up completely, not just talking our part. Freedom is a natural beauty, but freedom wants commitment. Are you committed? Can you go the distance as an orthodox or boxer? against a sinister slugger. Muhammad Ali talked a lot too. He talked a whole lot, but he still walked into the ring to show what he was talking about. He talked about being the greatest, and then he got in the ring and showed what that looked like. You can't just talk about America being great. You have to show what it looks like in a manner that those who have an unreasoned idea of America can understand. If you don't support that, then you will have more people trying to undo what makes America the great place it was meant to be. As I've said before, many conservatives tend to not be creative, but are more practical. But it would be great if conservatives could see the practicality in being more supportive of conservatives who are creative to create illustrations to counterpunch against the sinister slugs of the liberal narrative. It's like there's no corner crew. It's like they'd rather put their support behind a politician who takes a dive every time the bell rings. Am I lying? How frustrated have Republicans been for so long that their representatives let Democrats get away with as much as they have and feeling sold out? Y'all keep saying you're sick of it and that we need to drain the swamp. Am I just imagining your frustration? Am I on target or not when I use the analogy that is just like betting on our GOP representatives to go in there and take the fight to the Democrats and then they take a dive against our bet? They say it's compromise. It's compromise, all right. It's compromising the stability of our republic. The people have been suckered on the idea that we need to compromise. That's not reason. That's imagination. They give rotten analogies like when the pilot is flying the plane, you cooperate with the pilot. I tend to agree with that, but not if the pilot's plan is to crash the plane. I don't want Republicans to cooperate with Democrats because cooperating with Democrats means to cooperate with people who want to destroy our republic. 
How is that practical? Democrats have a fantasy that this is a democracy. They have to destroy the republic to make that a reality. The problem is, if they succeed in making it a reality, then they will be awakened to the shocking truth of what real oppression is. Not just because a democracy will result in oppression, but because it will be a reality. Truth and reality itself is oppressive to liberals. They're highly allergic to truth. That's why most of them want to stay high all the time and stay in their imagination all the time. Because reality itself is oppressive to them. That's why they won't move to another country where their socialist ideals are in play. Am I wrong? How long have we been hearing these liberal Hollywood celebrities threaten to leave America? They could totally move anywhere else in the world where their wonderful socialistic, communistic, and collectivist ideals rule. But they won't do that because it would become a reality. Reality is oppressive to them. That's why they don't leave. These people are allergic to reality and truth. They dang near sneeze out a new butthole, they're so allergic to it. <laughs> ah, truth! So they stay here, abusing their freedom to imagine how oppressive America is. While they make millions of dollars here, are they reasoned? No. Remember what I said about George Carlin? Uh-huh. Are you getting what we're up against? Does compromising with Democrats sound practical to you? Boxers don't go into the ring to compromise with each other. They go in to compete with each other. For all the talk the GOP does about being pro-competition, they do more cuddling up to the Democrats than competing. And Republicans tend to be more competitive with other Republicans than with Democrats. Boxers go into the ring to knock each other's heads off. But even these ruffians tend to abide by the rule of the sport. That is their compromise. To box under the rule of law in accordance with the constitution of their sport. Democrats, on the other hand, aren't just fighting Republicans. They're fighting the constitution itself. Why would we compromise with people who are fighting the constitution? Are you trying to help them fight the Constitution? Stop compromising with them. Because when you compromise with Democrats, you're helping them fight the Constitution. They are enemies of the Constitution. And worse, enemies of the Bible. We're talking about a party that hates the Constitution so much that they made their own. The Constitution of the Confederate States. Compromising with Democrats is not a good idea. To this day, Democrats believe the Constitution needs to be rewritten, just like they did in the 1800s and made their own Confederate version. To this day, Democrats are trying to transform America. The Trannycrats, remember? Trans is a big thing with them. And our Republican representatives want to compromise and make deals with Democrats? Dealing with Democrats means dealing out the republic. Liberals want to live by what John Lennon imagined. John Lennon couldn't even live by what John Lennon imagined. What John Lennon imagined 
ultimately leads to tyranny. What John Lennon imagined would take a lot of taxes to fund a government strong enough to force everybody into this utopia John Lennon sang about. And we know how much the Beatles disliked the tax man. Quite a contradiction. Yeah, all you need is love. That's all that billions of people on earth need to understand. Yet even four Beatles couldn't get along. But the magic word was imagine. Get hurt. 
Cause I can see a heartbeat through your shirt The name of the Lord is the name to remember That makes demons sweat in the frost of December A good upon steel belongs to the Lord To defend the peace and the truth When the wicked bring war Shaolin, super secret, put upon blaster Punishing hand of the Kung Fu master A foe to the body spells disaster Cause blood brothers must come in at the Shaolin, super secret, put upon blaster Punishing hand of the Kung Fu master A blow to the body spells disaster Cause blood brothers must come in at the Shaolin, super secret, put upon blaster Punishing hand of the Kung Fu master A blow to the body spells disaster Cause blood brothers must come in at the Down, down, forward, back up, down, next button Down, down, forward, back up, down, next button Everywhere, the 
step down from a proper crown For a diet in the thorns Through shouts of light shaking praise Through shouts of cursing and scorn No draft exemption for this royalty Deployed to the front to be a casualty The spice that they used from my crucifixion Became our weapons in hell on my rescue mission
Just for the electric exodus! <laughs> 
eyes open Speak we want all the words you say We got our ears open Illuminate the narrow way We've got our eyes open Speak we want all the words you say We got our ears open Strangers and pilgrims Are calling an action Just pain and suffering We will see you as you are Strangers and pilgrims Are calling an action Just pain and suffering We will see you as you are The freedom from each of
Make the room quake Make your dead wake Cause it's in the go-go, yeah The king is on his way Could be here any day So dance like David Drop with joy Dance your way through trials and tribulation Dance your way through sorrow and frustration Dance today like you're dancing on those streets of gold Don't delay, dance like Jesus Christ to save your soul Oh, 
tickets, you don't wanna miss it You need only testify and know us so you seen the light
the supernatural and I'm here to protect you While the shooting was allowed It doesn't matter how the world is working and I got a job to do now The world's about to be purged and by my soul I will urge you all to not succumb to the scourge Greed, envy, lust, bloodless sloth, wrath, vanity, the seven demons of humanity My mission is surgical To deal death only to the wicked individual I can't fail in my task if I do, the Almighty's gonna flood the earth with this wrath And I don't wanna die for your mistake So many have died, so many giving in to the snake We're here to hunt down the people, giving in to the evil But it may be too late But what I have to have to say?
Love 